Welcome to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I'm ready to guide you on a transformative journey of holistic health and self-discovery using the power of the Law of Attraction. We've all heard tales of manifesting fortunes and jet set adventures, but this, this is a different journey. Here we focus on achieving abundant health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. With the Law of Attraction, I've healed chronic pain, overcome a diagnosed mental illness, and reversed PCOS. We're all about realigning our energies to manifest our full potential. As we focus inward, raising our vibration, you'll be astounded by the ease at which the universe responds. Once you focus on yourself, the rest just falls into place. My goal for each weekly episode is to provide you with practical, easy to apply steps that you can weave directly into your daily routine. Together, we'll navigate the path to achieving your own health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I'm your host, Tekla. This is Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. And today, I'm excited to report I've been back to the doctor and everything is perfect in terms of my health. I have to say that once upon a time, going to the doctor and getting test results back used to be a very stressful experience. Now, my experience going to the doctor is completely different. I feel like I know that I'm a healthy person, and I've been working toward this goal of improving my physical, mental, and spiritual health for years now, and I'm not stressed about any outcome that could come my way. I've done the work, and I've put myself in a position to succeed when it comes to my health. Previously, going to the doctor would stress me out, and I would have anxiety about it for days leading up to the actual appointment. This anxiety would consume me. It was unavoidable. I couldn't escape the endless cycles of thinking, and that always involved anticipating worst-case scenarios. I just don't feel that way anymore, and it's a huge relief. I feel like this burden has been lifted from my shoulders that I've been carrying around for decades. It feels really good to go into an appointment now and know that I'm going to be getting good information and good news back. And I know I used the term perfect before, and that was intentional because it's perfect for me. When I was visualizing and anticipating what my future self would look like and feel like and what her health would be like, this is it. I know my body and I have restored my mind-body connection. And I'm listening to all of the little cues that my body gives me when something's going on. I feel like I'm back in the driver's seat and I feel like I'm in control of my health and my life. This investment in my physical health has been very time-consuming and incredibly tough mentally and physically. But I don't regret it for one single second. I am living the life that I always dreamed of and in a body that supports me and my lifestyle in ways that I couldn't even imagine. Every week, I like to practice gratitude for something I'm thankful for in my life. And this week, it is that. I know a lot of you listening might not be in this place with your health. My intention isn't to brag, but to celebrate my wins. I talk about this all the time, and I think that celebrating your wins is hugely important. My intention is also to prove to you that this state is possible and achievable, even when you've been told it's not. Okay, let's get into today's topic. Today, we're going to be talking about the energy of being late. 
I personally cannot stand when somebody is late. And I'm not talking about a couple of minutes, but 10, 15, 20 minutes. I have no time or space to entertain that. That habit is a bad habit. And I'm going to call you out on it because it has broader implications for your life and ultimately the manifestation of your desires, including your health and wellness. The energy of being late is bad energy. Let me explain. When you're late, you're sending a signal, a message to the universe and to other people that you're supposed to be meeting that your time and energy is more valuable than theirs. Whether that's your intention or not, that's what's happening. And I'm sure many of you listening would feel very strongly about that. And you're probably thinking to yourself, I don't think I'm better than anybody else. And I realize again, it might not be intentional, but subconsciously, that's the energy you're giving. That's the energy you're putting out there. And I want to clarify, I'm not talking about being a couple of minutes late every once in a while. I'm talking about the people that are consistently late whenever you meet them or whenever they meet you. Let's talk about the impact on you. When you're late, you are stressing, or at least most people are, right? You know you're supposed to be somewhere, but you aren't there yet. Maybe you're stuck in traffic. Maybe you got a phone call and you had to take it and you just can't get off the phone. Maybe you forgot something at home and you had to turn around and run and go get it and go back. Maybe you lost track of time, and as a result, you don't have enough time to get there. The state you're in when you're rushing and stressing and thinking about how to get there as quickly as possible is not a good state to be in. It's okay to be in that state every once in a while, but if that is consistently your issue, you're sitting in a low vibrational energy a lot of the time. And that's what we want to change. The emotions that come up when you're late are probably, first and foremost, fear. Fear of missing out on something, right? You're going to be missing that time with that person. or you are going to be cutting that experience short? There's also worry. You're worried about them sitting there waiting for you. You're worried about holding them up in their day. Then there's guilt, whether you want to admit that to yourself or not. You feel bad because you're not there and they are there. Maybe you even feel a little bit of embarrassment too. These are the things that are going to start to come up. When you're stressing and racing and rushing and doing everything in your power to get somewhere as quickly as possible, you've entered fight or flight mode. This is something we've talked about before. It's your body's way of protecting you. You've entered survival mode. And survival mode isn't very helpful in this day and age because we're not running into life-threatening predators all that often when we're out and about in the city. But it's the same signal that your brain is sending to your body when you're stressed, you're anxious, you're trying to race around and get somewhere quickly, and it doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know that you're not getting eaten by a lion. Something else happens when we're in fight-or-flight mode. We don't think clearly. And that's because all of our energy and focus is going toward getting us away from this thing that's supposedly life-threatening. And so if you're spending most of your day running from appointment to appointment and you're late, that's time where your brain isn't focused on anything but your survival. All of your energy is going toward making your legs faster so you can run away. 
your stomach and gastrointestinal system actually stop functioning when you're in that state because it's not worried about processing food. It's worried about getting you away from the thing that's a threat. Your body is busy rerouting that energy and those resources to protect you. And friends, there is a simple solution to all of this, to not entering fight or flight mode several times a day. It's showing up on time. It's making sure you set yourself up for success during the day so you have enough time to get from place to place, from appointment to appointment. It takes a little bit more preparation in the morning and planning and scheduling, but your day is going to be far less stressful. And you're not going to be entering that state of fight or flight all of the time. And you're also not going to be sitting in that low vibrational energy and frequency when you're experiencing those emotions that we talked about. Now let's talk about alignment with your values. If you're somebody that has values that include integrity, respect, dedication, self-discipline, any of these types of values, when you show up late, you are not living in alignment with those values. Somebody with integrity isn't late all the time. Somebody with respect for themselves and for others isn't late all the time. Somebody that has self-discipline and dedication prioritizes what's important and they make sure they are on time. I'm sure this topic is confronting for some of you, but it needs to be said, and I'm going to say it. Hate me if you want, that's fine, but it is the harsh truth of the situation. And I want you to know how being late is a sign to the universe that you're not living a life that's in alignment. For someone that's consistently late, another message it sends to the universe is that there's not enough time in the day to get what you need to do done. And friends, that is a dangerous message to be sending out to the universe. When we operate daily from a place of lack and scarcity, we are inviting more of that into our future. When our actions and behaviors indicate that there's not enough time in the day, there's going to consistently be not enough time in the day, every day from here on out. I promise you that you can make the time to do anything you need to accomplish in a given day. And if you operate from that mindset, from that place that is so much higher vibrationally and energetically, you're not going to be late. You're going to have enough time and you're going to feel so much more accomplished and so much less stressed. There is always enough time in the day. You need to wake up saying that. You need to go to bed saying that. And remember, when it comes to the universe, actions and behaviors speak louder than words. So you can be repeating those affirmations all day, every day, but if you consistently show up late, it's not going to matter. So how has this shown up in my life? Being on time was drilled into me as a child. So much so that I actually feel like I have a little residual trauma and anxiety about it. My parents would actually leave us at home if we weren't in the car on time. I actually remember this big family event we were having one time where my whole family was already in the car waiting for me and I was late. I was rushing around trying to race downstairs to get in the car and make it, and I didn't. And I'll never forget that feeling when I saw my parents reverse out of the driveway and down the street without me. It was horrible. And I had to miss out on that experience. 
everyone else got to go to that party and have so much fun and celebrate each other. And they were all there together. And I wasn't. And I remember being so mad at them that they couldn't wait a few extra seconds or a couple of minutes for me to get in the car. And at that age, I couldn't really understand why they did it. And now I reflect and I do understand it more. Ultimately, I ended up forming this fear of being late, which wasn't ideal, and I've worked through that now and overcome that as an adult. To be clear, that is not good energy either, and obviously that's not the goal here. We don't want to be creating any new or additional fears or worries because we already have enough to worry about. We've got enough to work through. And the goal is to reduce and get rid of that anxiety. But I just wanted to let you know that that's how I grew up. Me and my sister had that drilled into us for all 18 years that we were living at home. While the execution, I would argue, was a little bit off, a little bit damaging, the intention behind the lesson was very positive. We show up on time as a family. That is one of the values that was instilled upon us as a child, and I carry that value with me to this day. I think my parents feel a little differently about the why behind that. For them, it's more about not being rude. I guess for them also, it's about respect for the host and the event and the experience. But for me, it's about the message it sends. When I show up somewhere on time, I want to send a message that I'm excited and engaged and interested in whatever or whoever I'm going to be meeting with or experiencing. That energy is the energy that attracts opportunity. How can I expect the universe to show up for me on time when I need it the most if I can't show up for myself and other people on time? Do you see what I'm getting at here? It's also really important for me to treat people as I want to be treated. What you put out into the world is what you attract back. And how I want people to treat me is with respect and as an equal. I fundamentally believe that we're all equals and nobody is better than anybody else. You might have different life circumstances. You might live in different neighborhoods. You might have a different net worth and income. You might have a different social status, but that doesn't make anyone better than anybody else. So what are we going to do about this? How are we going to change that habit so we can show up on time? Let's get into it. The first thing we're going to do is so simple and so easy. Okay, all I want you to do is set your alarm for 15 minutes earlier in the morning. 15 minutes is nothing. You can do that just by turning the clock back, and I guarantee you, you're going to be so surprised at how much more you can get done in the morning and how much less stress you'll feel with that extra 15. The next thing you're going to do One of your first tasks in the morning, after you brush your teeth, after you wash your face, you're going to go and collect everything you need for that day, everything you need to leave the house. And you're going to get all of that stuff and you're going to put it right in the car. Maybe you're taking your bike. You're going to put it right on your bike. Maybe you're taking the bus or the train. You're going to leave all of that right by the door. The idea is when the time comes for you to leave, you're out the door and it's already there. The third thing you're going to do is you're going to set an alarm every day for every weekday, and you're going to make this automatic, which you can do on an iPhone. And you're going to set that for the time you absolutely have to leave the house. And when that alarm goes off, 
you need to make a commitment. Even if you're halfway doing your hair, even if you're still eating breakfast, even if you're on a phone call, you're going to stop what you're doing immediately and you're going to walk out that door. Those are three simple and easy steps to set your morning up for success. So why are we only focusing on the morning here? Because if you start your day on time, you are a thousand percent more likely to continue to be on time throughout the rest of the day. It's subconscious. You're setting the foundation for the day and it's going to continue in the way that it starts. I just need you to commit to those three things. If you want to, you can take this a little bit further. And if you're really serious about it, there's a couple of other things you can do. If you're living the corporate life, or even if you're not, you can set your meetings to 25-minute blocks or 55-minute blocks. Either one, but the idea is you're giving yourself a five-minute buffer at the end of every appointment or every meeting. When I was in the corporate world, I absolutely hated when someone blew in at five or ten past the meeting time and we had to start all over again and catch them up. It just derailed everything and it was obnoxious. I get that C-suite has a lot of things going on and they're very busy, but it doesn't set a good example for the rest of the organization or the team. I found it really disrespectful and maybe I'm overthinking it, but personally, I hated it. I didn't love it. And for those of you that are in a leadership role, if your team and those people under you see you showing up late, you're sending an example that it's okay for them to show up late too. So if you're serious about this commitment, it needs to expand to cover more than just your life outside of work. Because let's face it, most of us spend most of the week at work. The last tip I want to give you is to build in time in your day for the unexpected. When we're scheduling things virtually on top of each other, back to back for hours and hours at a time, we're not leaving in any time for opportunity to arise. It's actually almost sending another unconscious signal to the universe that you don't even have time for good things to manifest or an opportunity to present itself because you're so busy. I'm not asking for four hours here, but if you can find 30 to 60 minutes in your day every day and just call that out, the universe will find some way to fill it. I heard this a couple years ago and I love it. Once you make space, the universe will fill it with something better. But if you don't have the space, there's going to be no opportunity to fill that with something that serves you. All right, my wellness witches. If you want to join us on social, again, reminder, we have changed our social media and we're now at Manifesting Mindset Co. That's Manifesting Mindset Co. C-O on Instagram. Come and find us. We're excited. We've rebranded and good things are happening in this space. Also, if you have three seconds, please go give your girl a five-star rating. It goes a long way and it'll take you less than five seconds, I promise. If you have a couple more minutes, I would love a review. I would love to know how this content is helping you. And of course, if you're not already following the show, please do so. We have weekly episodes, and I'm so excited to see you here next week. That's all for today. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.